catch this guy, we're going to need a black cat hacker named Hathaway. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Bomb Squad podcast. As you're, uh, eh, as always, I'm your host, Will Canalizo, and I'm, as always, joined by... Owen Larkin. And James Babinski. And today we're talking about going on the computer. We're talking about going online. This we're is logging, the Bomb logging Squad. on. We're logging on. This is the Bomb Squad podcast. We take a look back through Hollywood's bargain bin and hash out to see if these movies deserve to bomb like they did. How was that? Do we, do we feel like that was better than last week's? Yeah, that's pretty good. Okay. That was pretty efficient. We'll workshop it, yeah. But this is a movie that I think we have a lot of opinions about. Do you guys, do you guys agree? Yeah, I have opinions I'd say about so. It. And I think if we want to lock, we kind of want to get down to what this movie's really about. We got to talk some facts. <laughs> we got to call yeah. on an expert. We got to call. We, so we, we, we're bringing in an expert. Go ahead and introduce yourself. Uh, howdy, everybody. My name is Michael Manfax, uh, i.e. Manfax, and I'm happy to be on the podcast today. We brought in the number <laughs> internet's number one Michael Mann expert, Twitter user at Manfax, yeah. to discuss. I mean, oh, and what, oh and go ahead. <laughs> I mean, I was just going to say, so many smart people have written so many like great things about this movie, like that will be much more intelligent than anything we will ever come up with. But you know, if if we have to talk. Uh, talk the hat then i think this is the best way to do so oh no for sure we're talking that yeah we're talking i've i've made mostly memes about black hats so that's why i'm the expert (laughs) on it (laughs) oh yeah i mean you 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 do specialize in michael mann facts it's not like it's not like the account's man opinions yeah that's that's so true (laughs) yeah we come to you we come to you for what we know is to be true much like how we know this movie is about a black hat hacker named hathaway Yes. And just in terms of like the podcast itself, like the word bomb is so closely associated with the film Black Hat. It's almost like how we associate the word ass with Vincent Hanna, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Like it's <laughs> this movie, uh, big old, big old flop, big old stinker at the box office made a nice, uh, $19.7 million on a $70 million budget. <laughs> Yeah, and since then has been part of a, uh, I would say a relatively well substantiated reclamation campaign. Yeah, definitely. But yeah, uh, yeah. So I guess we'll start with how we normally start. What is a uh, man facts? You can go first. What is your uh, what's your relationship with Black Hat? When when did Hathaway first come into your life? Um, I think I first watched Black Hat. You know. Uh, people joked about this. An old man got mad at me online once because he said I wasn't old enough to see any Michael Mann movies in the theater, um, <laughs> which is true. This was like probably the only one I could have seen in the theater, but I didn't because what did it run? Like three weeks? Three weeks in the box office. Yep. Yeah. yeah. But like two weeks um, in January yeah. before I could drive. So uh, yeah. I didn't see it in the theater. I first saw it probably last year like end of last year maybe or beginning of this year um mm-hmm. the like the last man i've seen for the first time besides jericho mile um yeah. and yeah no i i loved it from the get-go i still haven't seen you know the the infamous when cut or the the director's cut that we'll probably never see uh the distribution fx for, but the fx home, um, I, I love it home media cut <laughs> yeah FX. yeah exactly <laughs> yeah. I, I rewatched it recently and i think it's like definitely near the the top of his filmography for me because okay, we're um because we're like you know this is we're one of the first people to get one-on-one with mr fax here i just want to ask you 
when was your first experience with with the man himself? Yeah, because like, we haven't talked about black, yeah. we haven't talked about Michael Mann. Yeah. Do, do we? Yeah. I is this our only uh, our only opportunity? It might be. I'll Miami do some Vice. research. Miami Vice, Vice is think, the other one that I was thinking oh, yeah, of. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm gonna Public do some Enemies more did fine, I think. But yeah, Public Enemies was fine at the yeah. box office. Both of those I guess movies Ali made money. Wasn't a hit. Possibly yeah. The Keep, but I don't even know. Like that movie is was a also hard movie to talk about. Yeah, yeah, that movie was also released into like the void. Yeah, the key. The keep definitely lost money. Uh, oh, Manhunter lost money. Huh. Yeah, yeah audience, can... audiences and critics weren't a fan of uh, William Peterson's Will Graham. Too brooding. They were, they were wrong. Uh, the Insider lost money. Really? <laughs> right. Just go through yeah. it all. No, yeah. Yeah. Ali so lost money. money. <laughs> oh, wow. I think I have <laughs> Ali right. on well, the spreadsheet. In, in my Miami head, the Vice insi- might have made money. <laughs> Miami Vice did make money. In my head, like yeah. just because like these are movies my dad has seen, I just assume that like, everyone's dad has seen them, and therefore like we're vaguely profitable. It's like the Ridley Scott effect. Yeah, I think yeah, all man yeah. movies make good on the back end, or at least they did when physical media was a thing. Well, yeah, because those TNT yeah. rights, I'm sure, just, you know, those movies play in oh, perpetuity yeah. on <laughs> TNT those, those on were hot Saturday afternoon. Exactly. A lot, um, lot of time for ads. But, you know, to answer your question, I think it was like three or four years ago, I had a, a roommate mm-hmm. who was, he would tell me about how he'd go to this bar um, in New York and there was an old man there who hung out constantly and he could quote like the whole movie heat. That's um, awesome. <laughs> and I had seen like, you know, all these m- movies, the most popular ones like heat or Mohicans and passing when I was younger on TNT, mm-hmm. obviously. Right. Um, but never in like sat down, watched it for myself. Um, and so I got into man through this roommate and talking about heat with him. And then, you know, you just fall in love with, the director, how can you not? Yeah, when he's a tough do, guy. Everyone to does. Kinda, you know, yeah. he's fun. He, uh, he's one of them, I think, like the most like fun directors to talk about just because he kind of does this one thing, which is he makes yeah. movies about guys who go to work and like wear jeans. Yeah, we do have <laughs> one uh, friend. We do have one friend who we mention every episode, Brendan. Enemy of the podcast, not Brandon. a fan, not a who fan not of like Michael, Michael Mann. Man. Uh, no. He likes heat, but he's like uh, he, he likes like the ones that everybody likes, and yeah, then he doesn't like, like the one that fair, most the, people don't like. The thing about Brendan is that Brendan doesn't have a job, so he doesn't understand like the basic premise. Brendan of does Michael not have Man a job. Movie. That's true. Yeah, he's never had that responsibility. Has he ever fallen in love? Because that's like the other half. No, of absolutely the other not. Thing. He has not. Okay, never. yeah, no. that might be a tough sell for him. Yeah, and I think just one of the genius things about like your Twitter account is just that like because he's like such a funny guy with these these strange quirks like like this premise of making an account based on uh based on <laughs> fake facts of a director like wouldn't work with like martin scorsese or something because it's like everyone loves martin scorsese like michael mann's a weirdo he's a super weirdo and like the first time i started <laughs> posting photos of him people thought he was Werner herzog or like someone else <laughs> obviously had that not happen everybody but put a picture of michael yeah. mann up and someone was like <laughs> a few people thought like you know who is that guy um, but I, it's funny you say that too about your friend Brendan, uh, because I had a couple buddies who threw on heat for the first time and they told me they fell asleep and they hated it and they thought the sound mix was bad. And I just, I couldn't say anything besides, well, you oh, know, yeah, he, he, he doesn't you know, like he the sound dad. mix. 
Yeah, that's Brendan like all does you not can say. like the sound mix. Yeah. He, Brendan he, thinks like the gunshots sound so bad, and I'm like, no, I love it. I saw Heat yeah. in a it's theater. Loud. I, I saw it at a rep screening maybe like three months ago, a friend of the podcast, Jesse Tuttle. And Heat plays like – obviously that movie is great on TNT with like on a Saturday afternoon with like your big bag of rolled gold pretzels. But like seeing that movie in a fucking theater where it's just like loud as shit the whole time, like that is truly like a next level experience. I gotta you like do it. I still have pretzels more than Snyder's or Ruts. Uh, that's just kind of <laughs> my, my friend of the podcast. My father mm-hmm. was a uh, a rolled gold guy, so that's just kind of was like the default that I go. Nothing to would head. please me more. It goes Snyder's more. up at the top, Ruts, and then rolled gold at the bottom. Come on, no, nothing would gold, please honey, me more than going to a heat screening and enjoying a nice AMC Bavarian. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Bavarian. Will, Will and I tried to see, free, we saw a free guy in the theater when I went to go visit him. Yeah, uh, and I, I ordered the Bavarian experience. Legends, and they gave me the fucking pretzel bites. And I was like, this isn't what I ordered. And they were like, okay. And it was, the Bavarian yeah. Legend was like $20. Um, <laughs> since that movie caused me to get uh, almost hit by the car the very next day. That was um, the next day? Okay, I wasn't sure if it was the oh same Oh my day. God. That was the very next day. I... I <laughs> Notoriously hate that movie with everything in my soul. Yeah, it's one of the um, one of the worst experiences I've had at the, uh, yeah. the movie theater. What, it, it, what's it that account? Letterboxd, insane, insane Letterboxd Letterbox, took yeah. my review and put it on there. It, <laughs> what did you write about it? Oh uh, I said, uh, "Well, Jodie Comer wears a sweatshirt that or a sweater that I gave my ex girlfriend um, uh, from Urban Outfitters uh, when I was in college because I had no money and that was the only sweater I could afford." Um, and she wears it in the, she wears it in the movie. And I was like, that was the only part of the movie that gave me any enjoyment. And then I said, don't see the movie. And then a bunch of people got mad at me on Twitter for, for, uh, they called me a critic and they said, uh, and I'm not a critic. They said, uh, that I was was doing horrible things and stuff like that. And they were all like the Snyder, like release the Snyder cut people. Uh, which I like the Snyder cut, but like they were all like, this is a person. I, I don't know. Yeah. Like they were just like, crit- it's a, it's the, it's never the job of a critic to not tell someone to see a movie. And like Babinski's like a dipshit with a Twitter account. Yeah. I, <laughs> I, I, I never claim to be any sort of a pundit or, or critic or any public figure. I'm just a guy with opinions. It was kind of great. It was fun. It was a fun day to be on. Yeah. Yeah, well, at least they weren't. Uh, at least they weren't air cut people. Those oh no, the, the, no, no, they were air cut people too. They, no, were, they, were, like, <laughs> they were. They were just completely DC people. Yeah, that's, uh, that's what it was. fantastic. They were just DC in general. Those people are next. Uh, we want to talk about like the next level w- fucking insane. Yeah. Yeah. If we want to talk about like the like t- like uh, chaotic evil version of Michael Mann, David Ayer. Like, yeah, David well, Ayer. That's fair. That is the. That is the rough Like the exact of like opposite, what, like no yeah. style, <laughs> like no emotion. The, but like what's the thing Just that Michael Mann, glib, the thing that Michael Mann does boring. where it's like, we're going to get the guys in the zone. Like we're going to do a drug run. Yeah, I'm like, going to call Brad Pitt war daddy in this movie. Is that what happens in that movie where Shia LaBeouf has no teeth? I have not. I didn't see that. Yeah, show. Brad Pitt's character's name is War Daddy, if I'm remembering I'm gonna, correctly. I'm yeah. gonna, I'm gonna, I'll call Richard on mic and ask him about that because he's like, that tank That's, movie's pretty good. <laughs> I, I I do think that movie is like fine, but like every other one of his movies that I've seen is. Do you think Fairy Lives oh, Don't you Matter love Bright Today, James? Yeah. Do I think what Fairy Lives Don't Matter Today? Do you think that? Oh, you're referring to Bright. Do you know uh, what they say about, about the, Bright? 
It, that if it was done what correctly, it could have been Max Landis. That it was written by Max Landis. It could have been in Star Wars. It could have been in Star Wars. Of course. John saw him at uh, Halloween Horror Nights at Universal last week. Yeah, that's crazy. That's that's a tough scene. Yeah. Apparently, <laughs> he's like, like John was telling me that he's like freakishly tall. Like, in, really? like John was like, is scary. Like John was like, he's tall. Like I'm, I'm six four, and John's like, he was taller than you. And I was like, that's strange to me. I don't like that. Well, that's how he intimidated all the women with his height. Okay, that's no more Max Landis. No more talk. Max Landis talk. Cut yeah, I don't want to talk about Max what Landis. He's six We're here four. For Michael Jesus, Mann. he's six four. You know who's not six four? Michael Mann. Michael Mann. What is no, he, like he's five, very eight? short. He strikes me as like a uh, five eight. Five six to five eight. Not confirmed. Okay. Makes that's sense. That's why we get you on this podcast. Is those are the facts that we need. These are yeah. We we don't want to waste time <laughs> looking this stuff up. You just got it like on the or top even, of your head. Or even my bullshit throwing out he might be five eight. That's a Michael Mann opinion. Like we're here for the fucking yeah. facts. Uh, you know what? Wait, I'm I'm speaking facts. He's actually six seven. <laughs> oh. Uh, He's t- yeah. He was taller than Hemsworth on the set. Like, he was... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Towering over him. Yeah. He was actually... Because people often say Hemsworth was doing a Michael Mann accent, it was actually Michael Mann in a Chris Hemsworth suit. And mm. that was yeah, him yeah. the whole movie. Yeah. They had him in the... He, he, he was in the ping pong ball suit. And they just, like, mapped the like the yeah, PlayStation the Andy Circus Chris Hemsworth on yeah. 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 That's why it costs so much. Yeah. Um, That's why this movie cost seventy million dollars. Yeah, they had to, to shrink Michael Mann down like <laughs> Ant Man to film the uh, the opening sequence inside the yep. computer. Oh, oh I, I thought you were going to say that they had to sneak him like so he could run Chris Hemsworth like Meet Dave. <laughs> Meet Dave. <laughs> yeah. Meet Dave. There's so many movies. Well, that's the only movie I can that's think of where like small men are inside Meet a Dave. big man. <laughs> I guess you're right. Yeah, like that's I the only one say, I can think of. I have to say about the budget of this movie being seventy million dollars, like this is a movie where the money is on screen. Like all yeah, these locations, no. I, I literally just incredible. watched it. And yeah, we like, all yeah, watched this, it today. I was like, this movie looks good. Yeah, it looks like, so it really good. Bends the dollar, yeah. Yeah, there are a lot of like locations. Like you think it was too. more, honestly. Like, I, yeah. The, yeah. if you told me this was a hundred, I wouldn't balk at that. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, it's no yeah. Eternals. I mean, Eternals is no Eternals what five hundred million dollars. It's uh, it's up there. <laughs> yeah, I was. I they was definitely really didn't. They definitely didn't double the budget uh, marketing Black Hat. I'll tell you that. Well, that's true. We'll, we'll get into that. No. We'll they, get into they that. They somehow made money back not marketing Black Hat. <laughs> <laughs> they, they spent like they spent like inverse money marketing Black Hat. Yeah, they negative. They spent negative money. But really they, they, that's how the movie made money. Actually, yeah. we, we all think it didn't make money. It made mm-hmm. money. It was actually very successful. That was the real just based on scandal, just based on Universal not marketing it. Yeah, they made yeah. seventy five million from uh, Sadak alone. So exactly. No, yeah, I was really embarrassed because last night me and John went to go see Dune again. It was well, it was my second viewing his first in IMAX, and they played the the seventeen minute Eternals trailer that they've been playing before movies oh for uh, I think what uh, fifteen so years now. And then he breaks mm-hmm. the table at the end. He breaks the table. IKEA and it's, it, fall, fall collection. collection. <laughs> <laughs> I, me and John, we, we were a couple. We were a couple drinks in, and I'll tell you what: when Kingo came on screen, me and John both went, "That's Kingo!" Like pretty audibly, and like multiple people turned and looked at us. <laughs> and when I'm I was like, in the oh, theater, I'm like, I'm like, being on the computer is really fucking destroyed my brain. 
When I was in the theater alone seeing The Last Duel, because there was literally nobody in my theater. I was the and the Eternal trailer played Yeah, that's what's happening Yeah, the Eternal trailers played, and I texted you guys immediately. I was like, I was like, Kingo is currently on the screen. Yeah, there he was. And you were like, who destroyed? You were like, five years ago, who destroyed the world with a snap of the fingers? And me and Owen were like, Thanos. <laughs> All right. Should we talk more about uh, no how more each of us got into nothing. Michael Mann? Uh, I'm all ears. All right. I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll, keep it going. I'll go. Keep next. Yeah, I remember I was in like high school, and I had just gotten into the game Payday Two. I don't know if you guys are familiar at all. And it's like a heisting game. One of the and, uh, least fun video games of all time. No, that game is so much fun. I have like 300 hours in that. I game. would rather like play like an Excel spreadsheet than Payday Two. Uh. So I was like looking up like what some of the inspiration for for the game was or something like that. I don't remember what. It was. Oh, you know what it was? They released a DLC that was like armored car themed, uh, and they had. You Neil uh, I was like, and then I was like, I was like really into like the heisting like I don't know like movie game like aesthetic at that point in time, and I was like, oh, this movie Heat. It seems like really good everybody likes it it seems really cool and i like i watched that movie i must I, I was probably like a junior in high school and i like fell in love with that movie i credit that movie with like me falling in love with movies like in general partially like That's that, that movie just like i don't know that was like something i'd never seen before um so that yeah. was my first introduction to michael mann before that i had probably seen last of the mohicans like in like on tv school. Yeah, in middle yeah. school, I think they played it. Um, but besides that, it was definitely heat for me. And then I hadn't really watched any of his movies until, like, this... Besides that, until, like, this year, when I, like, went through all of them. I watched all of them this year. Um, right. So, yeah, that's me. Um, for my experience with the man himself, I also likely watched Last of the Mohegans when I was, like, 14... Because it was on TV, and my friend, who was, like, obsessed with, like, Braveheart in middle school, was like, you gotta watch Last of the Mohicans. Um, so I saw that, but, you know, don't really associate it with, with uh, him when you're 14 years old, obviously. Um, then, freshman year of college, when I didn't really have any friends, and I would just, like, watch movies all day, um, I watched Collateral, um... And I was like, this is one of the best movies I've ever seen. Yeah, you love Collateral. Collateral is my favorite, man. Yeah, it's like one of my favorite movies. Absolutely. Um, And then I watched Heat right after. And yeah, so that really sent me down a rabbit hole. That's fair. I've seen all of his theatrical release movies. uh, So no no Jericho Mile. Yeah, I haven't seen uh, Jericho Mile or L.A. Takedown. LA Takedown's so bad. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> like it's just like it, like it's just like heat but like kind of like kneecapped have you yeah. seen it Mr. Man uh, I've not seen LA Takedown because I, absolutely nothing I haven't seen a, a point to really there's there's nothing I can tweet about or, or joke about from that that <laughs> I can't already do from here because no, so. no one's seen it so why would anyone you know, <laughs> yeah, we exactly. would get the jokes he posted yeah. a screenshot of just some white guy in a suit and tie and <laughs> be like what is this who is this guy it's from LA Takedown <laughs> yeah exactly yeah my intro to man was I uh, moved with my dad when I was uh, 14 my mom gave me the bump out of the house and I uh, moved to with Big Richie 
And uh, Last of the Mohicans is like one of his favorite movies. And he was like, yeah, this is a great movie. So me and Richie would watch Last of the Mohicans. And then uh, just kind of. so funny, all of ours answers Last of the Mohicans. <laughs> yeah. Well, That's I mean, a classic. I mean, it makes sense for, you know, people yeah. our age, doesn't it? Yeah. Because it's yeah, like totally. you, you either watched it in middle school or like your absent father was like, this is what movies are. <laughs> this do, is what movies do you, are. Do you guys remember um, when Beto O'Rourke lost uh, the. Right. The the election in I think 2018 the Ted I Cruz. do remember uh-huh. this vividly and then he he sent an email to uh, his donors afterwards that was like sitting here on the couch watching Last of the Mohicans with the kids I do remember that I'm like why are you watching? I'm like why are you showing so the funny. kids the fucking yeah. James Fenimore Cooper adaptation I'm like the kids want to see Miami Vice anyway um, well I'm glad we're all in demand there's no yeah, no yeah, question no, that. I, I definitely do think that he, I mean, you guys probably like him even more than I do, uh, because I do think that there are some, a, a few missteps, maybe two or three missteps in his in his filmography, but uh, uh, namely Public Enemies, I really am not a fan of that movie. Well, the, but, biggest, um, mi- the biggest misstep is yet to come, because we've yet to see Mr. Elgort in the uh, Tokyo Vice uh, pilot. Yes. Yeah. I don't even know who that is. Exactly. Oh, the peace, the peace, <laughs> the peace in our time. God, I fucking wish. I hope the rumors are true that he just gets like shot point blank in the face in the first 10 minutes of the first episode. That would be awesome. I'd be so yeah, fucking I don't. Happy. I wonder where, you know, whistling over here, I wonder where that rumor started. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I thought that was like a Reddit rumor. Like I thought that was like a r slash movie leaks type thing. Uh, I don't know about that one. Someone, yeah, a right. certain, a certain man. In this uh, conference. I told yeah, her. He, he said it, so it's a fact. I told her Michael yeah, Mann fact. That's actually news. what happened. I fell for fucking Michael Mann facts, fake news. I'm so embarrassed. Michael Mann himself <laughs> secretly looking at your Twitter, uh, ma- implementing all of your ideas into his mm-hmm. new show. Hey, yes, but he <laughs> loves to take selfies, so oh he God. might. Like, there's a new fucking West Side Story trailer that he's all over, and I'm like, oh my god, what a waste of a, what a oh waste boy. of my life that movie's gonna be. <laughs> yeah, but Public Enemies is good. You're wrong, James. Right. Um, well, James I, just I hasn't wanna, come around on it yet. I think I that's, revisit that's Public true. Enemies because did we watch it together, Babinski? We did watch it. We watched it on Discord. We watched you it on the computer. Maybe Owen. I don't know. I, I don't was know. there. I would have defended. I think there's like a middle 30 minutes of that movie that's like really, really fantastic. I'm just, so, I just dislike Johnny Depp so much. Yeah, that like, I, my, my birthday twin Johnny Depp, I hate him. Yeah, Sorry. I'm not a Depp fan at all. I think he's very good in that movie though. Okay. Like, is that's it, his is last that the year he gets the two Golden Globe nominations? No, that's the next year. Okay. That's Alice in Wonderland. And Alice in Wonderland, the, the tourist. tourist. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> two fantastic movies we all know two and love. Two comedies, yeah. Yeah. That's the Casino <laughs> Jack year too, right? Yes, you go okay. over this all the time. <laughs> I love that. I think it's so funny. Just because I think about the Casino Jack poster, um, it makes me laugh. Uh, much like most of America, I ignored Black Hat when it came out um, because it looked pretty generic from the trailer. Yeah, let's talk. We should um, talk about what this movie's actually about. <laughs> yeah, um, and it came out in January, so who cares? <laughs> yeah, it kind of got dumped. It's a great movie. So yeah, we'll, we'll do like a quick, uh, like a gentleman's plot roundup real quick. I feel like that's just kind of you know, because because I also want to talk about we do a gentleman's plot roundup for. I'll well, see what I can do because I did literally just watch it. 
Um, yeah. And then I, I, I would like so, man facts. You have not seen the the FX version, yes? That is correct. I have not okay. seen the FX version. Oh, and I know you and I have because that's the first. I have not. Yeah. Okay, because this was my first time watching the theatrical version. That's crazy. Yeah, I've I, seen. I yeah, I've seen the theatrical seen, version twice, and I've seen the the other one. Yeah, because uh, I had only time. ever seen the uh, the weird FX Blu-ray version. Yeah. And like, man, that version is so much better. Like, just like watching it, because right, we'll do we'll, we'll do the we'll do the quick run through. I'll, like, yeah. I just think that the pacing and the editing in I'll that push back. in that version back, is like yeah. much better. I probably should have watched there's, both to prepare for this, but there's only so many hours in the day. That's a lot of black hat. It is a lot of black. It is like almost like four hours of black hat. Yeah, like you know, I could do four hours of some movies, but I you know I can't spend that much time with Hathaway. But what happens to Hathaway? What does he do in the movie? So Hathaway gets he gets bumped out of prison by Viola Davis in the worst wig ever seen in motion pictures. Because it's the Chica he, wig. It is the Chica wig. <laughs> it's the Chica wig. Yeah, when they're on the fucking plane. He's like, "Hola, Chica." <laughs> I'm like, "Okay, Michael, man." <laughs> like, I've seen your other movies. Yeah, it's full circle. It's um, like poetry. It rhymes. But uh, yeah, I have to say about Viola Davis though, very quickly. No one can drop exposition like her. No, she's like, great at truly it. Truly, just comes in, commands a scene, does the work, gets out. Wonderful actress. She's yeah. pretty much she's, always great. She's never bad. Yeah, like yeah. basically no. ever. Oh, and you want to take us through the? Because uh, I feel like you've how many viewings? Have, you got four viewings of Black Adam. I've seen it three times. I've seen it three times. Yeah. Okay. You want you want to take us to the plot? Uh, or do you want me to do it? I'll, I'll I'll go through it from my brain. Yeah. Um, so it starts off. There's a nuclear power plant explosion, which I love. Um, I love anything about like a, a nuclear submarine or like a power plant or any, anything involving a silo. I'm a big fan of. I just like when yeah. we get to go into the computers. Oh, uh, we'll, we'll, well get to first. Going we go the into the computer, and then then it causes a nuclear power plant attack, which is pretty exciting. Um, is not meant to be where it is in the movie, which is pretty funny. Um, and then, so yeah, then they break out Chris Hemsworth from jail because they're like, well, no, first they tank you know, the soy futures. That's what that's what causes them to break yeah. them out of jail. Is that there's yes. a uh, there's a drop in soy futures. Correct in the, uh, in the, chi- the Chinese um, mainland. Yes, and basically All this it's like, oh great, no, like, uh, the nobody January can buy food trash anymore. movie, yeah. um and then they break him out uh chris hemsworth meets chen lin um and who is giving a romance who is giving a very (laughs) very gongly in miami vice performance yeah no it's it's like it's very similar it's it's remarkably similar but not in a bad way no it's the same like fun good performance but it's just like i'm like yep yep, I, i know what you're doing well, in Miami Vice, her um, cousin's the harbor master, and then Black Hat, her brother, is his college roommate. So it's basically the same thing. It's basically the same movie. Yeah. Yeah. MIT. That's like, I could go there right now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Technically, any of us could. It would just take us a little longer than most. <laughs> <laughs> I just got to hop on the red line. Um, yeah. And then they, um, so yeah, he gets out of jail. I have to say. The shots of Chris Hemsworth getting off the plane, maybe the coolest 
shots like anyone's looked at a movie in the he does in a look long, extremely long time. cool remarkably like, oh. cool dude yeah the, uh, just like how in focus he is so when good. when he's getting out of jail just the first shots of his character reading with the headphones on and then when the <laughs> guards break into his cell and like yeah, you yeah. know oh, so hold good. him down he's like hey don't step on that or <laughs> whatever he says about <laughs> his book oh it's so good just the minor details it's so funny that they like just like like obviously like at the, like currently in time we have like the advent of like a cool guy who knows how to use the computer but it's so funny that in 2015 michael mann was like what if there was a guy who like was the best at the computer but he was also the best at going to the gym <laughs> okay i feel <laughs> like now is a good time to talk hamsworth guy. a little bit We're talking because hamsworth? because i have okay so the big complaint with this movie when it came out and like through the trailers and stuff is that like Chris Hemsworth too handsome to be a hacker. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. He's doesn't too make strong. Sense. Yeah, he's well, too good. Can I can I butt in? It's just of people. <laughs> people will just act surprised and upset when they find out someone you know has muscles. Yeah, like why people, else would people we go act to the distraught. movies? I I've gotten quote <laughs> tweets from my outfit pics recently, and they're like, "Oh, it's it's really upending my life that." This guy's <laughs> hot. Not to call myself hot, but uh, people get upset when they find out. <laughs> the humble brag. I do got to say, I was surprised when y- you posted the first fit pic that I saw. I was oh like, my wow, God. this guy's, this guy's he's, you know, he's a handsome guy. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like Chris Hemsworth, like we go to the movies to see hot people do stuff. Yeah, that's like one of the only real role. reasons to go to the movies is to see like beautiful people just do shit. Yeah, and, and I'm like, sorry, I, like, I don't want to watch like I don't want to watch Dennis Nedry's black hat. Like I just don't. <laughs> Dennis Nedry. Um, <laughs> it's like but, everyone's hot but, and hackers. But yeah. yeah. Also, I have to say, like comparatively to how big Chris Hemsworth looks now. Oh like, yeah, it's like, like it's yeah, he looks like, like he looks pretty like fit in, in this movie, movie compared to what he looks like now. Yeah, exactly. All right. <laughs> He yeah, was it's like, just like pretty okay, slimmed down. He, yeah. he was like maybe on He's steroids like here, Thor. but like definitely on steroids now. Yeah. Like 100%. He looks insane Taking now. every yeah. steroid now. Like in this movie, he has like, who has, he has like Kumail body for the Eternals, but now he just looks like he like only eats chicken breast. Yeah. <laughs> and like motor yeah, he's, oil. He's morphing he's, into the rock. He's and doing I'm the, chicken, he's doing the CBR chicken broccoli rice. <laughs> exactly. Day. Yeah. I, uh, but like he I also loves to write a bash script. <laughs> I found the uh, the black hat Twitter account that promoted the movie from like you know <laughs> fall twenty fourteen to January twenty fifteen. What were they posting about? Like what were, what were the big hits for Black Hat? Um, oh, just a lot of uh, like you know primitive picture advertisements that said quotes from the movie with like the mm-hmm. logo and shots of the characters. Um, some very funny photos from the premiere. A very blurry photo of Michael Mann, which I thought was hilarious. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's like because there's all these photos of the cast and they're uh, very crisp and clear and professionally done, and then the Michael Mann ones is super blurry, which is very fitting. Uh, <laughs> but I'm kind of shocked that we qu- didn't get a uh, a poster that's like Hemsworth, like the Hemsworth head, like basically like the poster that we got, but like it's in the the like ASCII art. Like the, the Matrix style digital. Oh, rain. yeah. I'm sure. Uh, I'm sure. Cool. Uh, 
Um, and Mr. Fax, that you're very familiar with the San Diego Comic-Con appearance to promote this movie of Michael Mann. <laughs> no, I'm actually not. Yeah, they brought Michael Mann to the STCC. That is really funny. Well, you know, he loves Joker, so maybe he was into it. Yeah. He, he was true. just meeting all the cosplayers. He was like, "What?" He's like, "Wow, thank you so much for taking a photo with me. I really appreciate it." Uh, very, but no, there's just very a really funny costume. picture. <laughs> I'll put it in the chat right now. But there's a very funny picture of like Chris Hemsworth looking huge, like waving right next to tiny little Michael. Mann <laughs> I'm on seeing the SDCC some, stage. <laughs> I'm seeing some. What is it? I'm, I'm scrolling through uh, at Black Hat Movie right now. I got I got one post. Have you seen hashtag Black Hat yet? Get ticks for hashtag Michael Mann's timely thriller now, and it's uh, well, two he, retweets, three likes. It's really rough. A, a lot of the uh, a lot of the content the on there was centered around, uh, for some reason, a Black Friday, um, and how there's a lot of people that get their information stolen on Black Friday, mm-hmm. um, and <laughs> also uh, a lot of good taglines like "I'm uh, crack the code, even the score." No control, no escape is another good one. That's um, a, that is a good one. <laughs> we, we, are, we are all vulnerable. I, I posted it and someone pointed out that they actually, uh, like, it's just the wrong control key. I think they include an extra letter because <laughs> just putting CRTL, maybe people wouldn't understand what that was oh, supposed to mean. Come on. I know. Everybody would know. So, so they add an N, which is, is funny. Um <laughs> But the other thing that there's a a bit about the Sony Pictures hacks. Um, oh, that's because I guess that, that was, was timely at the same time. Yeah. yeah. So they tweet about that a few times, but I I brought it up because there's a picture of Hemsworth on Fallon, I think, and he's talking about uh-huh. doing the classic um, Michael Mann research for the role and trying to go <laughs> undercover at prisons to see what it was like for you know the the two-minute scene he's in prison in the movie. I, I cannot believe that anyone would not recognize Chris Hemsworth yeah, yeah, immediately. He, he said he would walk down the halls and people would go, oh, that's Thor. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, of like, course they did. Yeah. yeah, this is post-Thor, post-Avengers. It's post-Avengers. Like, it's yeah, the funny. same year as Age of Ultron. Yeah, like it's not like yeah. people didn't know who he was. He's yeah, not inconspicuous. Mm-hmm. Like it's not like a like a William Fickner or even like a I don't know. Yeah, I guess that like is a, a really more. funny reason. <laughs> just like go that is a really places. funny um, bit of context though about the Sony hack. Like I just like that completely just like I like I remember that period vividly now where it's like that like Sony like dropping the interview and then like the public pressure to like put it back or whatever mm-hmm. like and then North Korea threatening to bomb movie theaters on Christmas Day I remember that like <laughs> that's, that was uh, very funny that's a very fun bit of context for, <laughs> for one of my w- one of the probably the best tweets from the Black Hat Twitter account which has certainly aged poorly in the uh, almost eight years since it's been posted is uh, j- it's just a quote and all it says is I'd <laughs> it's a photo of Chris Hemsworth and it just says I don't ask for permission I posted a good one last night. There's, the quotes on those are so good because it's just photos of Chris Hemsworth with these these like very uh, short and concise quotes mm-hmm. that kind of embody the spirit of the film. And this one is, yeah. there's no hiding from Hathaway. And it's a photo of him <laughs> pointing the gun at the end of the movie. I just scrolled past that one. <laughs> it's, it's very no. good. It's like, because... You know, in the past, I've tried to look up, you know, archive versions of these old 
uh, man movie, movie websites, prologues, yeah. and a lot of them you just can't access anymore. Yeah, because um, Flash Player, like you can't get onto any of them. Yeah. The only man movie that's you know come out in the Twitter age, there's mm-hmm. no Public Enemies Twitter account. It's just Black Hat's the only one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's no like GeoCities website for Miami Vice. <laughs> well, there's. I think the one you can access is Ali, and then the other ones are. That's funny. <laughs> yeah, the studios would like take them down after a while. Like, do you guys remember when the the Dark Knight Rises? I think had oh, the, the yeah. website promo. Yeah, um, that was such a big campaign. You can't go on that, on that website, website anymore. My, I don't think. I remember being on that website at my grandma's house. But the house. Space Jam website is still up. Well, thank. God. I think they took it down. Thank God. Or Wait, they changed really? it. No, they changed it for the new movie because it's they use the same domain, so you can't access like the, the That's old school. Up. Board. That's it's messed up. It's like, what that? is the matrix.com anymore? All right, but didn't they yeah. put a new one up? All movie, well, yeah, now, all movie promotional websites. What is be, the matrix? Is now just back? No, you can still for, look at the old. You okay now? Now the URL is spacejam.com forward slash nineteen ninety six, but it's uh, the same website. Okay, right. well that's we're good. Gonna, we're gonna play a little game. So the Black Hat Twitter account, I believe this may have been Thanksgiving 2014, tweeted, uh, how long would it take for a hashtag Black Hat hacker to crack your password? All right, so uh, if it's eight lowercase letters, the example is password, guess how long it would take Hathaway to, to guess that one? Is this multiple choice or is this? No. It's, uh, everyone it's like 20 guess, seconds I, or something? Like, I don't know, like five seconds? I'll say eight seconds. 3.5 minutes. You guys are really overestimating what? Hathaway. Oh, I don't He's know. The <laughs> He's the best. I don't know. And I, I probably scrolled right by that one. On a, I thought hacking was more advanced than that. I don't know. All right. All right. Yeah. So if it uh in if it is an uppercase letter, so they they give the example of password with a capital P. How long would Hathaway take to get that one? Well, it's got it's got to be longer. Wouldn't right? it be longer? Yeah. If it, five minutes. Fifteen hours. <laughs> Holy yes. crap. I don't okay. know. Hathaway that. sucks. What the I'm heck? Putting, I'm putting a lot less effort into creating passwords from yeah. here on out. Like, now we know that this stooge is just fucking we're taking, really taking overestimating 15 him. hours to hack into like my Gmail. Like, to guess uh, password. Like, who, who cares? You, Eventually you, I'd figure you put it in out. the effort. Yeah. You deserve it. Yeah. It's like I work at like I work at a tech company like in analytics and it's like first thing you do is it's password in every single permutation. Yeah. All right. So if you have a symbol, the example it gives is password capital P at ASS uh, at at SSWRD. How long does it take in Hathaway? Uh, a Thirty-two year? days. <laughs> I don't know. Seventy days. <laughs> Seventy <laughs> That's days. Crazy. Yeah. And then finally, plus one number. So it's the P at symbol SSWRD one. How long does that take in Hathaway? Uh, 18 like years. A, like, are 18 you serious? Years? Okay, yeah. I'm never changing any of my passwords. He sucks. You could raise yeah, a child to be of my age respect to go for the well, as long as you has fallen so far. In the yeah, as long as you ignore any phishing emails, because that's how you crack it quick. You just get them to enter it yourself. Yep. Oh, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, should we talk actually about the movie? Yeah, about what actually happened. I'd love to. Dumb how long it takes to crack a password thing. All right. Oh, and I'm, I'm, I'm passing the reins to Manfax. Take, take us through the plot of this movie. Okay, so uh, after Hathaway gets out of prison, um, they try to track down... Oh, my God, I watched this recently. I'm forgetting the plot. Uh, they go to L.A., if I'm, if I'm correct, right? Cause they, they go to L.A. first. 
they go to LA because they figured out uh, where. Because that's where they, they link up with Viola Davis. They link up with her in LA and also Holt McKinley. Think I'm mm-hmm. yep. pronouncing that and, right? Uh, and yeah. John Ortiz McKinley. was also there at the beginning. Yes, but why is it? What is? What's the connection again? The guy who works maintenance at the computer company somehow uploaded something. Yeah, he uploaded, rat. he uploaded the rat, the remote the access rat. tool. Yes, exactly. And then they go to his apartment, and he OD'd, you know, videoed. Um, yep. Yeah. But they find out that he was going to a drop um, to you know relay some information. And then when they get to the drop, it's a setup. So then they end up they, jetting they, they off. The, the Bluetooth dongle that they couldn't have found because but then Hathaway is like, do you have an Android phone? And he downloads some like app <laughs> and he sweeps <laughs> it. Like, it looks like a pipe bomb. Exactly. Oh, that yeah. moment when he's like, do you have an Android? Do you have an so Android? Funny. <laughs> uh, they, so they, they go to Hong Kong, right, from L.A. And then they figure out that, oh, they're not meeting up with this guy. They're... They're just collecting this information from this Wi-Fi Bluetooth thing that's hidden in the bushes, um, which is right. you know hilarious that the surveillance team is just like, oh, our sensors didn't reach that far. <laughs> you have like, to be right up next to it. They're like, we never would have seen it. I did, I did chuckle at that point um, when it takes Hathaway to realize that they're all coming by the same park. <laughs> you can just see it when they're clicking through the routes on the maps. Um <laughs> But then they, they realize, like, oh, this is their guy. Um, and then they're doing surveillance on him. And then the movie kind of escalates quickly from there. Um, sure does. Owen, oh, do you remember at this point? Do you want to take the reins? Because I, I feel like I'm talking through every plot point of the movie. And this was supposed well, to be a quick No, that's rundown. what we brought you on for. We brought, we brought on the expert. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, well, they, they track him down, I think, to this more remote part of Hong Kong. Um, mm-hmm. And that's when he's. They that's bring when they're in, in like the they're, they're in like the the little restaurant and he goes in the back and he's watching. Uh, fuck, what's the actress's name? He's watching. Uh, is it uh, Tang Wei? Yeah, Tang Wei uh, through the security camera and he finds out the guy who owns the restaurants and he has the, the chat wait, with wait, the guy. Wait, hold on. That's this, early. We're, we're 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 jumping backwards again. That's when they're still in Los Angeles. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was when they're in Hong Kong. When that's they're, early. No, yeah. when that's when they're in oh, okay. LA. When he, when he has the internet um, that's when chat with the guy like, and his like login is like ghost user or something like that. It's, it's ghost oh, man. It, Piss when off the, and when die ghost the Korea, When they're at like the Koreatown restaurant? Yeah. 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 Okay. And then they're still linking up with uh, Christian Borle, classic Broadway actor. Yep. <laughs> for no reason. Um, um, it's a good thing we're making this plot very straightforward for people who haven't seen the movie. <laughs> just like, hey. It's on HBO. <laughs> we'll talk about the it two is. You Just go watch the movie. Watch um, you just go watch Black Adam. So, so <laughs> they, they figure doing? out they're being watched and they have to be one step ahead. Um, so then they realize you know, they can't surveil these people anymore. They're never going to move. They have to go find uh-huh. them. Um, and they travel into this remote part of Hong Kong and just one of the best shootouts of Best action sequences, I think. This is when they're in the reactor, right? Or it's right before they go in the reactor. It's like that. This is when they're in like the shipping area. Yeah. I am getting the plot of this movie so boggled in my mind right now. I literally just watched this fucking movie. (laughs) Yeah, three of us watched this movie today. (laughs) Well, there's two great shootouts in this movie. There's the one. It it works so perfectly when you're watching it in the moment. And I really should have written a timeline because... (laughs) 
you know, some stuff happens before others, and yeah. I can't remember well, what happens. There's the when. shootout when they're put, when they're fighting uh, Richie Coster, one of the weirdest mm-hmm. looking guys in Hollywood, um, in like the shipping crates, um, and that whole sequence is very much feels to me like you read about like how the climax of Miami vice gets changed because like Jamie Foxx, like walked off the set or something and they would only shoot in the U S like seeing this like shipping crate shootout feels very much what they were probably what I would imagine they wanted to do at the end of Miami vice. If I had to guess. Yeah. Um, and then the second shootout is when Viola Davis and, Holt McElhinney or whatever. Holt McElhinney, I think is McElhinney, yes. The, the other... Um, uh, come in in the car. <laughs> and then after the bomb blows up and kills her brother. Um, and then... Okay, then yeah, I am thinking uh, of the first... Uh, like the first shootout. Where yeah. It's in, like, it, like there's like all that like weird stone architecture. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And the, it's yeah. like a drain underneath the house yeah, yeah, that yeah. goes yeah, out that, to the, that's the, one that the I'm ocean. Of, yeah. And... Uh, because then uh, the Hong Kong police contact dies, and mm-hmm. there's a little emotional moment. Um, and of course, there's this one like great shot in that shootout where it's like the three guys are like take it's like half of it's like they're basically poking out from the three pillars that are one in front of the other, but the pillars have these like dark black lines that kind of outline them, and it kind of looks like almost like a shot from Speed Racer. Where it looks like it's three different shots like put together, but it's yeah, just it's the, comic it's like the it's like the architecture is trisecting it as opposed to just like the edit. Yeah, like yeah. The, the, three the bottom of the, yeah. the bottom of the black hat poster is a, a shot from the beginning of the scene. I, mm-hmm. you know, it yeah, took me yeah, a while yeah, to realize yeah. that, but it's so good. I'm like, what is that on the bottom of the poster when I was first looking <laughs> at it? And then you watch yeah. the movie uh, and you realize everything about everything about the Malaysia finale of this movie is just so wonderful. I love every wait, part of that sequence. I do too, but wait. So they're in the reactor. They get out of the reactor. Everybody, you know, they realize they have to escape because he used the Black Widow, um, yeah. aptly yeah. named. And they're putting, nice together, they're putting together Marvel back fans. all the yeah. stuff that he, like, deleted, right? Or yeah, because we, we learn about this, like, piece of software that the CIA has that <laughs> they, they can basically just use to, like, reconstruct the deleted drive. Which they used to put him in to prison put Hathaway years away, before. Yeah. Um, so he hacks into it using the phishing uh, password. Did not take him however many years, 15 years. <laughs> he said it was going to take him. Yeah. 18 years. And um, assumedly the password was more secure than that password. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's probably one that changes simple. every week. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then they're like, oh, well, you know, if we get him this is fine, you can do it. But then they're just like, no, we actually have to arrest you. Um, and then there's a whole bit between the Holt McKellany character and Beal Davis's character about 9-11. Um, yeah, I, I kind of love that scene. Which is kind of shoehorned in, but I think it works. Because yeah, especially no, it works too, with Beal so Davis's yeah. character's death, um, it kind of adds it's like, like an element to her character that had that goofy dialogue not been put in there. It, you I might agree. just not have cared and about I her character. I also think it works better too because, like, you don't want a character that's like, like that to get like some big like heart, like heart warming monologue or something. Yeah, like yeah. right before that because, like, no, it's just like my husband died. Cut to the next scene, and that's she's the, like the perfect uh, type of actor to deliver that line. Just no, like, yeah, because she's exactly. just like bottled anger constantly. <laughs> 
Yeah. Because yeah. she can do big and emotional, but she just doesn't. It's very... That's not her character. I kind of like when she doesn't. Is that, I think it it's just a, has like yeah. when you can she tell there's so something layers, behind, yeah. like yeah, like, like when all she, of her. When she's like about to cry and anything, and I'm like, oh yeah. man. But you don't know like necessarily <laughs> quite what it is, or she's like holding it in like that. That's always I, I always like when she does that. That's yeah. why America seen... loved the Suicide Squad. Exactly. Yeah, that's why it was a big <laughs> hit. Except <laughs> me, everyone but me. Let's give you some widows. No, I have not. Oh, you gotta get oh, to Widows. You gotta get to Widows. Yeah. If, if, if only like for Farrell doing just an insane accent. Like, we, yep. everyone <laughs> talks about yeah. accents with man movies, like, you know, Kong Lee's accent, mm-hmm. and even Farrell's himself in Miami. But, but his, his accent his in Chicago that movie accent is so insane. insane. <laughs> no, yeah, Widows um, it's, is like it's the fantastic. Most, it's like the most Michael Mann movie we've gotten since Black Hat. Like, it just feels yeah, like yeah, so probably. clinical and industrial. And but Liam Neeson's like, in it. Yep, Liam Neeson's in yeah. it. It's so good. Like, people fucking it. Yeah. It rules. That, that movie's like, ugh, if we got more movies like Widows, I'd be I'd feel good about it. Yeah, we could talk about it on this podcast. Oh, bombs, we will. Baby. We'll talk about fucking Widows. <laughs> I've been kind of jonesing to rewatch that thing for a little bit now. Very yeah. good movie. Um, but yeah, so then... Hathaway and um, this is when they ID the titular black hat. Yes. They they do they realize using Sadat black comes widow in the photo. Yep, <laughs> they find the bag man. They find the bag man. Uh, <laughs> they realize first where he was targeting, where he was triangulating with like his uh, his satellite photos yeah, that in, he was it, buying. It's in Jakarta, right? Which is in Indonesia, but he's targeting Malaysia. He he's targeting uh, yes. tin mines in Malaysia. Yeah, I think it's yeah. Malaysia. The target is Malaysia, and but the server is in Jakarta. Because I know I, yeah. I love whenever someone says Jakarta in a movie. Because I also think that there is a. I want to say they could go to Jakarta in one of the Mission Impossible movies. <laughs> it's a great name for a city. Um, yeah. yeah, but yeah, they the they they realize standing in the middle of these tin mines and open fields and there's this dam and he realizes the pumps are the same as the the reactor coolant pumps in the in the chinese facility and uh he has like his will graham line i forget exactly what he says but he's basically just like ah it's what you're doing (laughs) <laughs> you know the moment I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. When he like puts it together, that it's just like, oh, like what you were doing in Hong Kong is like just a trial run for this. Yeah, I mean, it's like if you can figure it out because it's like, very this, funny on this scale, then you can definitely figure it out on like this other scale. And there's a great close up of him doing uh, doing the the Michael Mann, Will Graham, Black Hat, <laughs> Chicago accent voice. Um, but then they go and they destroy the server and they steal all Sadak's money and they have it in a Swiss bank account. And uh, then he, he tricks him. He says, oh, I'm, I might want to join you. And then it turns out he just wants to kill him and get on yeah, with so his life because he, he has to be on a, the run again anyway. So Yeah, so Hemsworth puts on a bunch of – he makes a body armor out of uh, Oriental trading magazines and some penthouse <laughs> 
and then Which he was so rad. What's the weapon he puts in his pants? I forget. Screwdriver. Screwdriver. Oh, that is yeah, the screwdriver. Yeah, the screwdriver. Yeah, and so then he goes brutal. to this like. He's giant, got a towel around his neck. Yep. He goes to the. He's yeah. he's built like an EOD suit out of like shit in your grandma's bathroom, and then yeah. he goes to this like <laughs> giant parade in the middle of. A, they're still in Malaysia, right? Yeah. Awesome set piece. Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah a great set piece. Like this is like the I think this is like the most like the like my favorite bit of the movie just because it's like I love like the bit, like all the clutter and like yeah. all just the night shit. It's pretty just rad. How, like, like the pandemonium of it all. And yeah. then he uh, he stabs the shit out of Sadak with a screwdriver. Yeah, in like a public place. Yeah, know, they're in like the the big park with like yeah. there's like a parade going on. Well, or first something. he gets Richie Coster and then he gets Sadak. Yeah. yeah. He gets both of them. Yep. And then, Big uh, stabby night for him. Yeah, he gets Elias, and, uh, Kassar, and Sadak. Yep. That's yeah. one Black thing about himself. this movie. The, uh, the, the villain names, I mean, they're memorable in their own right, but they're easy to confuse. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. <laughs> it's like the, it, it, it is like a lot of the same letters, just like fumbled. It's too many A's, S's, and K's. Yeah. Yep. What is is Kasser <laughs> Turkish or is he Lebanese? I forget. Uh, There's I a whole bit Turkish. about it. Do they say? I don't remember. Um, I know Sadak's supposed to be Dutch, and it's yeah. not just because the actor's Dutch, <laughs> or maybe he, it is. He, he has like the most Dutch. His name is like Yorick von uh, Wangingen. Like I'm not like I'm not even like something like that. Yeah. Like, no, you're, you're you're 100 correct. It is that. And it, I'm like, yeah, no, he's just like this like random like fat Dutch guy who doesn't show up until like nine, yeah. like basically like almost like two hours into this movie. No, yeah, it's it's 149 minutes into the theatrical cut <laughs> is when he first his face is first revealed because obviously yeah. he's interacting for, before yeah. then. But for just this random guy who was in Girl with the Dragon Tattoo, I yeah, fif- like that, 15 though, minutes before the end. Because it's like they're, they're like, I mean, it's a movie about hackers. It's kind of cool that like you wouldn't even see the guy face to face until like yeah, I like a that. moment yeah. like that. Um, well, man does that. I mean, when I rewatched Manhunter with my girlfriend over the summer, we realized, or I realized because she hadn't seen it before, that um, the love interest for Dollar Hyde, she doesn't show up in the film until maybe an hour and 10 minutes into the movie. That's the mm-hmm. first time she's ever on screen, and that movie yeah. is, it moves very briskly. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't even realize that till the second, or God, like the yep. third or fourth time I watched it. And uh, that's another great thing about this movie is I think the romance really works. Yeah, it does. I, I, I buy the fact and, that it's like, like I, I buy the, her motivation where she's like, "This guy's cool and hot," and he's like, "You're my only chance at a normal life." Yeah, it wor- yeah, it works in a similar way to Miami Vice. I mean, obviously yeah. in Miami it's, Vice, it's nowhere near as good as it is in Miami Vice because there's, well, no, there's no yeah. fun dancing. Well, because she's also like connected to like bad people in Miami Vice, whereas yeah. in this movie she's more um, more separated from that world. I mean, she is uh, obviously connected through like her brother to mm. like yeah. this world, but. Besides that, like just, she's she's she seems just, more like innocent and pure. Like I just I love, love the that little scene. moments that man puts in where yeah. like the part when like they're in the car and Hemsworth's just like looking at her neck and her arm and it's just like the music's like really It's very like it's very intimate in a way that like is kind of like I I, yeah. I feel like it's like, almost you don't become get like that a characteristic from anybody else, you know? Yeah, you don't get that from fucking anything now. Yeah. yeah, one thing a, that I really do like. Oh, sorry. Well, I was yeah. gonna say there's that beautiful moment where he's in the helicopter, um, and the brothers asking him, 
like, do you want to know what I think? And Hemsworth is like, oh, well, you know, it's, I'm probably going to go to prison if we don't catch this guy. <laughs> and then he's like, no, she's the happiest I've ever seen her. And yeah, it's just, it's like a, her brother. Yeah. yeah, it's you don't expect that. Like there's, the to be said. there's the yeah. great scene with them yeah. in, in bed too where he's like would you still like me if i fix tvs and uh and garage door she's like yeah. maybe I was not say, before they even say that like they're just kind of like both looking at each other like he's like standing up i think uh and they're just both kind of like looking at each other and it's just like a moment where like you could tell they're like both thinking about like what they're going to say next and like they're thinking about each other and how much they like each other and like their current situation. And it's just like, you don't even need, they don't even need to be saying anything and you could just like tell yeah. like yeah. what they're both thinking. And it, it's, it's, but, uh, he's such it's a, a really good moment. Like yeah. He's really good language. at that. He does that in Miami vice too, between like the two of them. Like it's, it's a, he's just really good at that. Yeah. Great um, score yeah. in this movie. My, my dearly beloved Harry Gregson Williams. Oh, who hates this movie? Yeah, you know well, that? he wrote a great. Why score does for he it. hate it? Because man didn't use his score. <laughs> yeah, Atticus, he brought. He there's brought a, there's a whole Ross section on the Wikipedia so. about how he's mad about uh, yep. Michael Mann using other people's music um, and yeah, not there's, using his there's, own. There's some stuff Atticus that is Ross like, worked on this score. There's yeah. some stuff that is like distinctly Gregson Williams because Gregson Williams is one of my favorite um, composers because he does basically like every Tony Scott movie. And he also yeah, writes the, the Metal some Gear. Some of the love themes yeah, he, definitely do sound. He, he also like, does the Metal Gear like Solid the movies. stuff in True Romance. Yeah, yeah, like all the stuff in this movie yeah. that sounds like Enemy of the State. I just assume is Harry Gregson Williams because I'm like, well, you know, that's the other hacker movie you did. Yeah. No, I think the love theme does kind of sound like those Badlands homages in uh, True Romance. A lot. No, yeah, it does. Th- that stuff, I think, um, I assume is him. But yeah, a lot of Elysium score is used in this movie, mm-hmm. apparently. That's hilarious. Wouldn't know. <laughs> All right, let's. Uh, um, but uh, let, yeah, let, I would love to wa- personally watch the sequel to this movie where Hemsworth is fixing garage door opener. Two well, two man's brain literally, you know, moves as the computer we see in the beginning of the film. That's like how his synapses so cool. fire. It's so cool. <laughs> yeah, so it, do- it makes sense that he's just constantly yeah. taking notes, changing things around because he's never. Satisfied, never happy. Yeah, (laughs) he's in love, but he's not happy. Yeah, we should talk about well before we talk about the other version of this movie. I think it's important that we acknowledge the one accolade this movie received was that at the Teen Choice Awards, Chris Hemsworth was nominated for Choice Movie Actor in Drama. That's fantastic. He did not win. Let (laughs) me see who else was not one sec. The dog is going insane. Yeah, who else was nominated? You guys fill. You guys fill your time. Okay, this is funny, actually. Uh, Our other nominees for Choice Movie Actor at the Teen Choice Awards this year. What is it? This is a crazy line. Uh, So we got got James Franco for True Story. What is that? True Story? Yeah, it's like the Jonah Hill movie. Does this movie exist? No, this no. movie just I've never heard of never heard Jonah Hill is also nominated for True Story. Do you think any teens that, that were at the yeah. teen that were watching the Teen Choice Awards have seen so, this movie? Oh, well, True this story. is a fantastic plot summary. New York Times yeah. journalist Michael Finkel, Jonah Hill, loses Fake his man. job when it's revealed that he was not entirely truthful in a cover story he wrote on contemporary slave trading in Africa. Oh, sounds wow. like a real well, teen movie. Sounds like Guess a great yeah, Teen like Choice <laughs> Award. <laughs> the shit the teens were Jonah really Hill was nominated for it. Yeah. out for. 
Yeah, yeah we Jonah got, Hill yeah. was nominated too. Yeah, and then we got, we got Logan Lerman for Fury. Ah, yeah, just a movie we were talking about now. earlier. Another movie that teams <laughs> were really fucking lined up for. Um, yeah. We got Eddie Redmayne for The Theory of Everything. Gross. Do Gross. not like him and his and weird face. Um, and the winner, of course, is uh, Scott Eastwood as Luke Collins in The Longest Ride. Well, of course. Another movie I've never heard of. <laughs> That's yeah, one of those teen roma- romance, romance yeah, is that a movies. Sparks? Oh, it is a, okay. It's a Nicholas Sparks movie. It is, it is, it is a Sparks movie. Oh, Britt Robertson from, uh, from Tomorrowland, Tomorrowland, isn't it? Yeah. 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 And she's wearing a cowboy hat in the poster. <laughs> she is wearing a cowboy hat in the poster. I'm seeing, yeah. I'm seeing Jack Houston is in this movie. Oh, not that Jack sure. Houston, the other one. Who did you think? I, I, what, I, I, I was thinking John Houston. I was like... Alan Alda, everybody's favorite, all oh teens' favorite actor, yeah. Alan Alda in The Longest Ride. <laughs> the, the, the director of, of True Story starring Jonah Hill and James Franco has only directed one other feature film, and it is none other than 2019's Judy. I oh, saw my God. What a nightmare. <laughs> yeah. It'd be funny um, if he had, like, a, a Best Director nomination for Judy. Yeah. That's insane. Uh, True a little story. tidbit on uh, a little tidbit on the writer of the film Black Hat. I think it's a little interesting. Uh, the film is written by a man named Morgan Davis Full. This is his only screenplay. Um, it's just Michael Mann's uh, pseudonym. <laughs> is it like a Soderbergh's He's an Emerson wife College alumni? It could, it could um, just be a pseudonym. <laughs> yeah, he, yeah, he's an alumni of Emerson College. Let's go, he's go Lions. Instagram. His Instagram is mostly just photography. It's like still it's all the promo images from Black Hat he hasn't posted in six years. Um, his, his website's about pages. Awesome. <laughs> Morgan Davis Full is a Los Angeles-based writer and photographer. He wrote the film Black Hat, Universal Pictures, 2015, Good film. in collaboration with director Michael Mann. His photography has recently been featured by the Royal Photographic Society. Photo Lucida and subjectively objective. He is a graduate of Emerson College. Let's <laughs> that go. rocks. That's the um, whole about page. <laughs> One tidbit that Short, he does not include on that point. about section that I feel like is very important, though, is prior to working on the film Black Hat, his previous work on his IMDb includes that he was the assistant editor on Click, and uh, I now pronounce you Chuck and Larry. Those Emerson so, guys, they'll go. work. <laughs> how did, that, how did he Black come to too, be, be really writing happy. a movie with Michael Mann? Was know. he a blacklist Who guy? Who knows? He spent a they're lot of time friends. on the computer editing Click. <laughs> Maybe they're just friends. <laughs> they're buddies. It's Man knows he's an expert at something, and that's why he's friends with him. Yeah, he's an yeah, maybe, he's a, maybe he used to be a hacker. <laughs> yeah, he's an expert at writing movies about a remote that lets you fast-forward life. Uh, all right. Do you want to talk about the weird director's cut of this movie that only airs on FX once a year at three AM? Sure. You, sure. You two are the only ones who have seen it, right? Well, all right. Yeah. yeah. So there is. Well, a, the only uh, big, the only big difference is that the nuclear power plant thing is moved to where it actually belongs in the movie. In the middle. Where it's like, yeah, where it's like forty minutes in because it's a very weird cut in the theatrical cut where mm-hmm. it's like. Chris Hemsworth and uh, Tang Wei are in bed together, and it's like the scene, like their audio is like going in and out. It's very dreamlike, um, and then it immediately cuts to them heading to the nuclear reactor scene, without any like thing to like even like 
uh, indicate that that's like where they would be going or anything. So it's very clear that that was a last minute change from, from the man. Uh, who needed the movie to end, to open with a pop or something? Mm-hmm. Well, when you did uh, the soy futures uh, drop, wouldn't have really gripped. Up. Well, the movie didn't fucking grip audiences anyway, so yeah. So who cares? <laughs> yeah, who gives a shit? All right, yeah. It, yeah. Uh, it airs uh, once a year on FX on like uh, February 29th at uh, like 3:45 a.m. Uh, oh, we all we all got to live. We got to do a live uh, live commentary. Yeah, live. It's commentary also re- it. it's also readily available on uh, on Al Gore's internet. So you know, there's a there is because you know how the the cut the mega file of the. Yeah, director's cut has been around Twitter, but there's a follower I have who's very friendly, very nice, um, who DMs me from time to time. And one time he just sent me a photo of his cable DVR and everything he has saved. No way. And he has, he <laughs> has, the, he has the Black Hat director's cut saved forever, his DVR from like when it aired in 2017 or back when it first started airing. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. FX. Oh, that's it's so very cool. funny. Half yeah. like the original, the original copy. He's got the, the OG copy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And the, the deal with that weird, the, the mega version that floats around once every like eight months is it's like basically all the scenes from the Blu-ray are all this. So it, it is like a DVR rip, but all the scenes from the Blu-ray are just replaced with the theatrical. Like there are a few new scenes, so like it bumps around in quality, but I don't know. I, I think it's worth watching. I think it is a like a better movie than the theatrical. Yeah, it makes more sense. I think it makes a lot more sense and it's like a little more compelling. Well as as I was saying earlier, I couldn't figure out the plot of the movie, but when you're watching in the moment, <laughs> it all makes, it makes sense. Does make sense. I think it yeah. makes perfect That's sense. That's the man touch. Yeah, no, yeah. it's it's the kind of you're just like, of course. Like that's the next <laughs> yeah. that's the next like they could say something completely outlandish and I'd be like, Yeah, obviously. Like, I'm like, well, like at the end. end. Yeah, what else would they be doing right now? The old the end is just offhand uh, saying, You can call me Chica anytime <laughs> you want. And you're like that. You just accept it. You're like, of course she'd remember Chica. he said that and call back Chica, to what, it. Well, what is it? She said, what's line? She's like, what do I look Hispanic to you? Yeah, <laughs> she's like, she's like, yeah, something like that. Right. You, uh, I like uh, I like when Sadak says I'm a gamer. That's pretty oh, funny. Yeah. I'm a gamer. <laughs> Famously removed from the director's cut of the film. That line's not in there. That's Michael funny. Mann hates video games. <laughs> yeah, hates gamers. I feel like he knew Free Guy was going to come out. He was yeah, yeah, right. appreciative <laughs> about it. He knew that'd be the death of American mainstream cinema. <laughs> All right. No, that's about, actually what it, what did uh, Sean what's his face call it? The Stranger Things showrunner. Oh, the he last chopper out of Saigon. Yes, the last chapter of Saigon of cinema. Yeah, that's like burning um, in my fucking skull. Like I like think about that every single night. It sucks. <laughs> All right, let's talk, let's talk some dollars. So, like we said at the top of the episode, movie made a nice balmy nineteen point six million dollars worldwide. No, made a clean eight zero zero five. Almost the bo- it almost made boobs at the uh, domestic box office. It couldn't muster that extra three grand. <laughs> Um, and it made a nice eleven six um, internationally. So yeah, it opens. Mr. Fax, yeah, I ahead. have a question. Do you know some of the other movies that came out around the time of Black Hat? We'll be talking about them. No, I'm just curious. Like before we talk, go into it. Like, mm-hmm. do you know like what else was was coming out around this time? 
is that an open question or are you asking That's an open me? question, yeah. Yeah. Um, probably yeah. some horror movie if it's 2015, maybe a Shyamalan. I don't know. January 2015. Yeah. Yeah, it's January. Well, there's that's, a very, there's a fairly iconic January bomb the week after Black Hat comes out. We'll, that's we'll, why we'll get there. We'll get there. <laughs> we'll get there. <laughs> <laughs> no, nope. I mean, I can't one, one of these episodes recently, you guys made me guess like every movie that was like nominated for something, and I was just <laughs> struggling oh, for like a good ten I minutes. I think I, I think I know which one you're talking about. <laughs> I'm looking at the list now. <laughs> I'm right, sure. Let's, uh, let's run that. Uh, when so. someone reminds you it's Monday tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Which movie are you guys... I feel like I know, but I need to... Oh, we've watched it together, Will. Oh, is it Mordecai? <laughs> <laughs> uh, we, have, we did watch Mordecai together, Owen. You're right. You're right. <laughs> I was looking. I, w- I was looking at the the week that it comes out. So, Black but Hat yes. opens January sixteenth. Um, Black Hat, yeah. Black Hat opens on December sixteenth. Number one at uh, the box office in its fourth week is uh, American but, Sniper. But, but but yes, Black American Sniper, which went wide, wide this week. <laughs> Um, and it's making a cool open to ninety million dollars. Yeah, it's making a cool uh, eleven black hats at the box office. <laughs> All right, do you know um, I'm, I'm looking at it now, and I think that we're giving a little too much credit to American Sniper. I think everyone does because look what came out the week before Taken Three. Yeah, it's Taken probably 3. marketed the same That's, exact way. Yeah, which, I, is, which is, thing, is like. With Black Hat, it's like it's really funny. They really just dropped Black Hat to be like another like Taken Three in the in the oh my God. when it's such a complex movie. What else? We got <laughs> so new? many movies. What else we got new this week? We got the Wedding Ringer opening with at number Kevin two. Hart and Josh Gad. A clean yeah. my two favorites. <laughs> we got Paddington million, One yeah. opening at a nice yep. uh, number three, making a cool nineteen mil. You got a movie called. Yep. Uh, uh, what month? What month does dare I say it? Chappie come out? Chappie, I That's believe Chappie is Chappie a May release. March sixth, I want to say. Okay. Uh, yeah, I knew it was an M month. Well, yeah. Neil Blomkamp was famously uh, riding high off of uh, whatever came out before this. March <laughs> the 6th. usage of his score in Ale- of Elysium in Black Hat. That's what he was riding on. <laughs> That's yeah, exactly he was, right. He was boosted for it. What else we got? Um, yeah, Black Hat opening. <laughs> Taken that. three, number at, four, at then number Selma, number five. Yeah, Imitation Game at six. So into the woods. You've also yeah, that's an f- interesting thing about this box office, and I I read this earlier, is that when Black Hat was announced for January sixteenth, like a lot of like insider like your deadlines or whatever were like, ooh, like this might be like an Oscar play for Universal. Like that's the reason they're dropping it in January is so that they can put it wide there and get like a good campaign, which is really funny to think. <laughs> it's very funny. What a shame. And then uh, we Do got you know a opening at number seventeen called Spare Parts, which I have never heard of. Is that a movie about a funny robot? No. The, the, we don't need any more movies about funny robots. We already had Chappie this. Year. Oh wait, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. A true life story about four Hispanic high school students who form a robotics club. Oh my god! Oh, I can't believe you made fun of that. I mean, it did have to do with robots. Yeah, I I assume (laughs) that it would have like Johnny Five in it or something. All right, and then the the next weekend, Black Hat. uh, Where where is Black Hat? I'm looking. I don't Uh, see. Black Hat drops to fifteen next weekend. This week, new we got Strange Magic. After it already opened, yeah, it already opened at ten the week before and drops to fifteen the next week. That's really. We got Strange Magic. We do have more Takai new this week. 
Oh, we called cake. Like what a awful January lineup this is. Yeah, this, this is like sucks. there's not even a worst. good horror movie. I'm the not, Boy I'm Next Door really and not, uh, the Woman in Black yeah. Two, Angel of Death are the only ones this month. Or, I'm like really not surprised that it didn't make money with, with, no, with I'm the not surprised Sniper though. Like like that's true. Yeah, that movie did, was it's, it's so crazy massive. they opened against yeah. American Sniper, which in total because it opened in limited release on Christmas Day became the highest grossing film of 2014. Yeah, just like retroactively. Yeah. Right, cool. And then uh, it, it, it bows out its final weekend at number... In its third weekend is its, its final third week? Weekend, its third week is its final week. Where is Black Hat Ooh. hanging out this week? Black Let me Hat find is hanging it. out at number 39, being outgrossed by the, uh, the 2015 Oscar shorts. <laughs> Black Hat makes one hundred and sixteen thousand. So uh, box Office Mojo says it's Box Office Mojo says it's forty two, where it is being beaten out by Exodus Gods and Dozen Kings in its eighth weekend. Oh my god! I want to. I'm, and, I'm planning uh, on watching that movie like later. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> have I told you it's the, just barely beating the sixth weekend of Big Eyes. Have I told you um, the story about a uh, Exodus Gods and Kings, Wubinski? No. What is so your my story my, my father Richard. Loves a Ridley yes. Scott movie. He's, I think he's seen The Last As Duel this I. weekend. He's very excited. So if we, for those who don't remember, Ridley Scott did make an Exodus movie. I believe, what, is, it just, yes. is it just called 3D. Exodus? No, he Exodus makes Exodus, Gods, Exodus and Gods, Kings. Gods and Kings. That's oh, okay. the one he makes. Okay, yeah, That's yeah, yeah. his okay. movie. So, yes, he makes Exodus, Gods and Kings. And my father waited so long to go see Exodus, Gods and Kings that he mistakenly eventually went to go see Gods of Egypt <laughs> thinking that it was the Ridley Scott like Ten Commandments, assumedly movie. an identical movie. Like those movies no, all blend together. Very in my different because oh, Exodus Gods, Gods and of Kings Egypt is a is crazy a, movie. Exodus Gods and Kings yeah. is like, yo, what if Moses was like a real guy? And Gods of Egypt was like, what if Ramses like had a had a car? <laughs> I don't know. I just always like equate all of those movies. Wait, like, Exodus Gods and Kings made two hundred sixty-eight million dollars worldwide. Yeah, my dad. Insane. He waited to go see it, but not a lot of other people did. Yeah, that's, that's a movie that like nuts. totally bombed domestic and just did okay internationally yeah, to get it those, to like a big total. Those, yeah, it made a what, like, a five, like, like five hundred million dollars in Israel. Like Resident Egypt, Resident Evil, the final chapter. Resident Egypt. I'd say yeah. Resident Egypt. Resident Egypt. <laughs> Honestly, uh, while we're on the subject of Exodus, Gods and Kings, you know, uh, one thing that I've, I know about this movie that I have not seen is on the Blu-ray of Exodus, Gods and Kings, there is a uh, short of, for some reason, I guess 20th Century Fox made Ridley Scott uh, wear Google glasses for a day on the set of Exodus, Gods and Kings. (laughs) So there was a video where you can just see Ridley Scott's POV <laughs> from the set of Exodus Gods so and Kings. That is a terrifying three-word phrase, Ridley Scott POV. <laughs> so you just see... It's, it's see. man at the Q&A with them where man's just ranting about how much he loves his movies and Ridley Scott's like, is that a question? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Ridley Scott is so funny. He's the best. Oh, British so Clint Eastwood making a million Ooh. movies a year. <laughs> yep, hasn't lost a step. Eighty-three no, years old. He hasn't. He um, great. But while we have you, Mister Fax, I do have one last question regarding Michael Mann that I'm very curious for your opinion on. Sure. Do you think he will make another movie? Um, how old is the guy? Seventy-eight. Seventy-eight. Uh, it's hard to say because, like. 
uh, they keep pushing back the Tokyo Vice release date. Thank um, God. Yeah, what is Tokyo Vice? I don't even know what that is. Um, <laughs> it's it's really hard to say. I feel like he'll just keep working till he dies. Um, that just seems like the type of person he is. So maybe we'll get one more. I just really yeah. hope it's not a Ferrari movie because I, yeah, I like to I see man see him film do a people. Biopic, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I love cities, I love yeah. Ali. I need to rewatch Ali, but I really love Ali. But I want to see him do yeah. something just like. I don't care. He could do Joker 3. I don't care what he does. I just want him to do something. <laughs> We're skipping two, um, going yeah. straight to three. It he could make, he could make a sequel to, to Cherry, the Russo Brothers film, because he apparently oh, no. loves no. Cherry. Uh, he loves know. Cherry. Yeah. His, his taste keeps getting more crazy, which is why I think he needs <laughs> to make another feature film. Um, yeah, I agree. If, if Coppola's getting funding to make Megalopolis, like, they should give man... Well, to you be know, fair, there, there's no man vineyard. That's true. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't um, have just like a like a steady income through that resource. He, he like, can sell all yeah. his cars and his horses and his watches, and he'll have enough money to make. Yeah, them. he strikes me as a guy like, who's got a couple Rollies. Yo, I'm dude, sure, he has I'm a sure whole he could, watch he could collection. Get the money. He I was, could get the money to make another movie. Man has more than a couple of Rollies. He is a he's a straight up collector. I mean, if you <laughs> look at the watches and all his films, I I was rewatching scenes um, from Miami Vice, not to make memes. Um, I was just rewatching <laughs> them, and the scene where uh, they Sonny and forgetting his name Crockett and Tubbs both um, yep. meet in the SUV for the first time with Isabella and uh, there's just shots where it shows her watch like just stuff I didn't even realize before they're just he loves to film people's wrists and their watches it's very funny um, he's just very into that Vincent Hannah's <laughs> he watch and he he does yeah, he loves of course. the uh, he loves the bezel. he loves when a guy looks good yeah, he, he, does. Does. he does love it when a guy looks good um, but yeah, I, we all love Black Cat here, it seems, but it'd be pretty disappointing if it was his last film. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm hoping well, personally, for, uh, I don't know if I would say that I love Black Cat, but I do like Black Cat. I enjoy it. Um, well, that's your... And, yeah, well... <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, so let's, uh, should we get into if, uh, what, yeah, I was going to say, uh, you think we should talk about, um, do we think this movie deserved to bomb? I think it's pretty evident, uh, what uh, we all think, but, uh, hmm. no. Yeah, I would say no, but I also don't know if it, <laughs> but I also don't know what the appeal would be for the Chris Hemsworth hacker movie. Like, I'm like, what, what's the money ceiling on that? Yeah, I've done this, yeah. I think the past two uh, episodes where I say I think no, but I am not surprised. But like I understand <laughs> that why. it did. Like it makes sense why it did. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I as I said, I do enjoy the movie and I think it's good. Uh, but but like yeah, I, 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 I the appeal, the broad, the yeah. broader appeal for widespread audiences is, is like just not there. Yeah, it's not like yeah. an Iron Giant where the three of us are like, don't know why this didn't connect. Yeah, but yeah, because it's it's an old man making a cyber thriller. Yeah. <laughs> 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 where could it barely wrong? holds together while you're watching it? Yeah, yeah. when Chris Hemsworth is also in like Age of Ultron this year, like I know they weren't out at the same time, but like which movie are you really going to go see? Yeah, like, but Black Hat. <laughs> but also, like nobody gives a shit about those Marvel people as actors. So you know, like there's the, 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 that's the thing. The Tom Holland box tried. office poison. Yeah. 
is, you know, proof that nobody gives a shit about these people as performers. Yeah. Like, I feel bad for Hemsworth a little bit because it's clear that he was, like, trying to be, like, like pop as a new leading man maybe for adult movies because he does the Ron Howard movies around this time, too. Um, oh, yeah. Wasn't none Rush, of them take like, off. When, when did Rush come out? Rush was 2013, 2013 and then yeah. he has In the Heart of the Sea this year as well, which also bombed and is bad. Rush Rush uh, has another uh, Marvel actor in it, Daniel Bruhl, who is, uh, what's his face? Can't uh, think of his Baron name, Zemo. the character. Yes, Baron Zemo in uh, Civil War. And I think who feels like a Falcon guy who would be Winter in a man Soldier. movie. I think he's he in feels like too. a guy, yeah. Yeah, and then I guess he kind of just like bows into being, he just is like back into Thor now. He's yeah. like, I'm going to be funny, man. I'm going to be men in black. I'm going to be... He's a good Thor. I like him as Thor. Well, yeah, we're, he's pretty good we're circling this, this yeah. friendship triangle between the Russo brothers and Mann and Hemsworth because... <laughs> yeah, you know, cherry yeah. extraction. Well, because Mann loves the Russos, they're buddies, and then extraction, exactly, Hemsworth is an extraction. So I think they might just all hang out. Yeah. We have, Ugh. like, the board, the... the uh, the what is it cork board with all like yeah, the, the, the red pins. tape and yeah, all we're yeah. connecting yeah. them all right now so <laughs> Thor so Hemsworth all... will be in Cherry 2 Return of Cherry and I'll fucking paint the wall with my brains <laughs> you know, know and that would actually of... be an interesting film because that guy got out of jail and now he's just a straight up author and lives yeah, in it's Oxford a Mississippi you know it's it, a it would be about how he's not I'd watch with it. Cherry who would watch, yeah, who watch would any Michael Mann movie? Maybe Charlie Kaufman, perhaps? <laughs> yeah, it's like adaptation. <laughs> a Michael Mann-Charlie Kaufman collaboration? <laughs> oh, my God. I think that would make less money than Black Hat. Yeah. <laughs> that, that would be the first movie to make, like, negative money. <laughs> Just like completely like, incompatible styles. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, yeah, we all are familiar with the clip of the Russo brothers saying like some like winter soldier feature at where they're like, yeah, we're doing the best shootout in a movie. (laughs) (laughs) They beat heat. They did it. it. Yeah. They beat heat. They beat Tenet. You know, they beat Gemini man. Kilmer, but Val Kilmer knows how to use that gun so well. And you could just not as well as the winter Uh, soldier. Yeah, what's his name? What's the act? Sebastian Stan. The Winter Soldier you're thinking of. His, his character is the oh. Winter Soldier. Well, okay. Do you think <laughs> that that Todd Phillips and the Russo brothers are so like adamant and vocal about their friendship with director Michael Mann because they're jealous of the friendship that Chris Nolan and Denny Villeneuve have? Yes. Oh, it's true. Because <laughs> I, like I, the I, I guarantee bros. that I guarantee that Chris Nolan and Denny Villeneuve hang out, but it's like when like in the in like the Russo Phillips man group chat, like they can't decide like 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 Todd Phillips is like I want to go to like Buffalo Wild Wings, and Michael Mann is like I want to go to Portillo's, and Joe and Anthony Russo are like I want to eat candy out of the vending machine, and like they just can't decide where to eat. <laughs> I was gonna say I want to eat out of the dumpster, but yeah, that's, that's also fair. Yeah. Or man just never responds, and then Phillips goes to McDonald's by himself, and the Russos get their mom to cook for them because they still yeah. live in her basement. Well, no, they um, order man pizza just for the like occasionally. Man like doesn't respond much, but he just occasionally drops a selfie into the group chat. Yeah, mirror yeah. picture of his outfit, yeah. and then yeah. you check his location, and he's at like Nobu with. Robert yeah. De Niro he's, or something. He's, a, he's, he's busy, in a body of busy, water um, overlooking it. He's, yeah. he's busy on a lake water. with Daniel Day-Lewis and his flip phone. Yeah. Yep. 
and what like the, the Villeneuve Nolan group chat is just like a, t- a time and a place, and they both show up. IMAX. <laughs> yeah. Be there. It's like no boo. signs it M. No boo. He IMAX. Signs it MM. <laughs> <laughs> have we all seen the? Have we all seen the Q and A that's on the Heat Blu-ray? Where it's Christopher mm. Nolan moderating the panel, where it's like everyone's there who's on yes. like Pacino's there, like De Niro's there, Dante Spinotti uh, is beefing with Christopher Nolan mm-hmm. during it, where he's like, because like Dante Spinotti is like an old Italian man who's like, oh, I love the new digital restoration of Heat. It looks so much better than it ever did on film. And then Christopher Nolan's like, oh, I would argue with that. And then Dante's like, no, you're wrong, Chris. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. That's That's pretty great. All right, let's let's take it home. Do we have any final thoughts on Black Hat? Uh, It's a good movie. Yeah, it's It's good. It's worth a watch. Like, I I get why it doesn't work for people. But, like, it's yeah. fun. It's cool. Uh, it's aged well, I, it's I would on, say. It's yeah. aging like wine. Yeah. Um, don't HBO. watch it on HBO Max yeah, because it's, it's in the wrong aspect ratio, ratio. Like how I it, <laughs> which I called out Will for. Yep. <laughs> I watched it there, too. It's not just Will. Yep. You know, well, it's funny you say that because I didn't notice, but I was like, oh, wow, you know. It's just taking yeah. up my full screen. Like this, I, I, don't, I don't yeah. remember the movie being man, like this. Man's a pretty man's pretty consistent with his two forty aspect ratio. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because when you when you open up VLC to take the screenshots with the the Command Shift Five, you don't have to change the aspect ratio. No, yep. when you swap between Heat and Miami Bison, yep. you just keep it the same. No, yeah, I, I, I guess I like I subconsciously noticed it, but I've also been watching a lot of Riverdale, which is streaming in full screen, except for when they do the flashbacks when Archie's in the war, and then it just goes to like cinema ratio, and I'm like, oh, what huh. are any of the words you just Archie's you in the problem. war? Yeah, yeah get out of here. He's a, this season of Riverdale, one of the 95 plot points is that Archie has PTSD from his time in like World War II. <laughs> that sounds it's like a really show. good show. It's the best show on TV. I just like remember the there's, like a, there's like a there's like a gargoyle king or something. That's the gargoyle king. He's in season three. We're all about the Mothman and the trash bag killer now. Oh my god! Okay. They've summoned the devil. Um, I finished season five today. The the, the the Satan is coming to Riverdale next season, I believe. I'm so okay. excited for it's the when best show the on big TV. reveal it, is As that, someone who used you know, to read the Archie comics, this is very confusing to me. No, it's just, I think I'm, I'm so the only person that. under the age of like 40 who has <laughs> yeah, ever it, read It's those. just Twin Peaks for psychopaths. It's great. <laughs> before before Tokyo Vice ever comes out, there's going to be a big, huge announcement. Michael Mann's directing Riverdale. Oh, I lose <laughs> my mind. He directs the, the movie. The movie. Uh, well, I'm trying to think of the. I'm trying to think of the 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 the, ep, the movie episodes. They they did a quiz show episode. They've done multiple Silence of the Lambs episodes. They've done a couple uncut gems episodes this last season. Um, it's a great show. Sounds like it's time for Collateral. Yeah. They should. I they, think they Archie needs to to go on a speedboat yeah. with the love of his yeah. life. Archie, Ar- well, that, that just got shaken up this last them. episode. So ne- maybe now they could. Oh, wonderful. Yeah, it's so fucking good. I don't, like, they're like, Archie, he's like, I was in the war for five years. And I'm like, what war? And they show flashbacks, and he's in, like, it looks like he's in, like, 1917. Yeah, he was <laughs> so in the last of the So they're Vegans, fully in on it. Like, it's, 
Oh no, yeah. Like, no, been, they buy into it like completely from what yeah, I've seen. Yeah, no, Riverdale's been in on the joke since like season one, and people are like, it's so bad. I'm like, what are you talking? I'm like, they know what they're doing. I'm like, they go. I don't know if they're in on it in season one. Maybe I think they maybe absolutely. Are. Oh, there's, you know what? Speaking this- of television, um, the the part where they're running through like the Hong Kong slums. And there's the handheld right. following, like Holt McKelleny's butt. Um, <laughs> it's very Shield esque, and as someone who just ran through the entire Shield, it made me smile <laughs> because um, it reminded me of you know Vic Mackey and Walt yeah, Walton Goggins no, taken down. They, yep, they do. That's uh, a great pull. They do. They also do that crazy shot <laughs> in Black Hat where it's like over the shoulder when like Holt's car like pulls up, and he's just you're just seeing him like fire a gun from behind. It just looks crazy. <laughs> You're, you're correct. Like Riverdale's yeah. got a scene where they go to they go to a video store called Blue Velvet Video, and the guy who works there looks like David Lynch. Like they know what they're doing on that <laughs> damn show. That's that's very on the nose. Yeah, there's a scene where a character goes to visit someone in prison. He's wearing like a gray jumpsuit and he's in a glass cell, and they just do the sounds of the lamp scene. It's great. <laughs> it's so good. It, yeah. They should do Manhunter then. They oh, should. No, it's so they should do yeah. Manhunter. Yeah. All right, let's. Or Red Dragon. <laughs> All right. Babinski, where can people find you? Uh, you can find me on Instagram, uh, James underscore Babinski. You can find me on Twitter, James Babinski, no underscore. You can oh, find me on Letterboxd. Oh. Uh, what? <laughs> no, no, Cutting them to, off. I, I wow. cut you off. I forgot you have multiple things that you have to plug. You can find me on Letterboxd, Babinski. On. I don't have to plug any of these things. No, I, it's fine. I it's fine. I asked. I asked. <laughs> My job is a host. All right, go. Owen, where can people find you? Uh, uh, you can find me on Twitter at styleboy 4 life like four, like the number. Um, uh, it's uh, a reference to the film Pop Star Never Stop, Never Stopping. We'll cover uh, it. Mr. Fax. Um, yeah, we should cover it. <laughs> um, uh, then you can find me on uh, Letterboxd at uh, where it's just my name, Owen Larkin. Immediately after we record, I'm going to post my notes for Black Hat. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, so look, be on the lookout for that. Uh, appreciate any follows. Yeah. Yeah. And you can find me on Twitter at McClunky, Letterboxd, Will Kenalizo. Uh, and you, please remember to follow the podcast at Bomb Squad the Pod on Twitter. And last but not least, Mr. Mr. Man Facts. Where can people get more of your uh, facts? You can find me on the app or on letterbox.com slash manfacts with two N's. Um, I'm reviewing films from, you know, my favorite directors such as Eric Romare and Claire Denis. Um, no real Americans I'm fans of. Uh, That's fair. Can't think of one. And then on Twitter, <laughs> at manfacts as well, two N's. Um, I tweet pictures of my outfits and food I make, and that's about it on, on that fair. front. That's like basically all that all that app is good for at this point. <laughs> all right. Well, oh, thank man. you for. Up, oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, I was going to say thanks for having me, guys. I oh, appreciate yeah, thanks it. For I thanks for joining us. Oh, I love Black absolute Hat pleasure, and uh, <laughs> I love chatting about man. So yeah, well, well, we got more mans in the pipeline, so we'll uh, we'll let you know if we need more facts. <laughs> Clearly, please do, guys. <laughs> All right. Thank you guys for listening. Don't forget to uh, rate, review, subscribe on your podcast platforms of choice. And we will uh, we'll see you guys next Monday. Have a good week, guys. Yep. And guys. piss off, Ghost Man. <laughs>